Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Elitia, and we're the founders of Win Love Works Dynamically, all things healthy relationships, coaching, and development. The Win Love Works Dynamically podcast is all about the real work of relationships, where we discuss all aspects along with the, all the practical tools you need to create the relationships you deserve. Each episode will focus on the how-tos of building, repairing, and sustaining healthy relationships. The goal of the One Love Works podcast is to provide our listeners with education, practical techniques, and options to be successful in all their relationships. So, so let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Welcome to season four of the When Love Works Dynamically podcast. My name is Elisa J. Green and I'm your moderator and I'm here with Elitia and Cullen of mm-hmm. the When Love Works Dynamically team. Woohoo! Hey. We're back, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get into it. Let's dive right in. Okay. What does full immersion look like in marriages? Ooh. Well, it's definitely a fully immersion, immersive connection. Two people have said, let's go all the way. Let's go in. And for us, using the term full immersion is important because we literally want you to go all the way under the water. We like to think of it like when you go swimming, you don't just put your feet in the water and like kick your feet by the side of the pool. That's not full immersion. Right. Marriage is no different. If you're going to do it, you got to go all the way in. I mean, hair, head, everything under the water, full body immersion, the same as in marriage. So if the two people said, let's do this thing for life, right. then it's going to require all of your senses, all of your energy, all of your time, all of your resources, all of it. It has to be fully immersed. No holding back. Yeah, up to this point, you know, dating was shopping. You know, you were getting to know whether you wanted to be with this person. And you were, you know, you 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 weren't allowed. We we, we advised against um, giving grace to people in that at that state of in that state of, uh, of, of of things. And then courtship was still, you know, the first few months of courtship, you know, you were still uh, bringing in unconditional, you know, the unconditional element into it. And um, and you know, when you got through courtship, now you're in marriage. What are you holding back for? This, you you've now reached this is this is the high this is the pinnacle this is the place that you prayed about the place that you wanted to be at mm-hmm. now you're there you have there are no more excuses to hold back you're there wow yeah that's a good point well what happens when couples or when marriages when people aren't fully immersed in it? Yeah, unfortunately, that's one of the characteristics of what we call a dysfunctionship because that's two people who are committed. Mm-hmm. They're in a committed relationship, but they're not receiving all they need from one another. And they're saying, well, I will not give my partner all of me either. If you enjoy our podcast, you probably love our book as well. Love Literacy, A Conscious Journey to Healthy Relationships. Go to our website today and get your copy. So the first thing that usually happens when you're not receiving what you want and your partner doesn't feel like they're receiving everything that they want or in need, actually, the resentment builds up. And then you think about it, um, unless both people are holding back, like if, if, mm-hmm. like if one person is giving everything they have and then the other person is holding back, it's going to be problematic because that person is like, we got married because we wanted to be together. We said we wanted to be together. 
now we're here at this place and you're holding back. They have the right to wonder if you want to be there and even ask you and call you on it because you, you're now at, like I said, the pinnacle and this person is holding back. What are they holding back for? They still have to answer that question. That, I mean, they, they will have to answer that question at that point. I, I would feel gypped. Yeah. So resentment is there. Feeling yeah. gypped is there because people feel like, oh, it's bait and switch. Wait, yeah. we said we're going to do this and we're going to be full out. Then right. I get in this thing and you hold it back. I, yeah. I feel cheated. So on top of resentment, people feel like I've been bamboozled. So you, because if you're holding back, either you misrepresented yourself or you're in fear. Either way, it's not good. It's like, you know, people that people that are committed and excited about their choice they can't wait to be in the throes of marriage. That's, that's when they can just, boom, just let it all out. So you get that far, and then th- now you're gonna sit on your hands? You got some explaining to do. This is true, this is true. <laughs> this, is, this, is why, this is why dysfunction ships are so rampant in marriage. They have people yeah. that are celebrating 30, 40, 50, 60, yeah. 70 years together. But yeah. they are not fully immersed. Yeah. So we had to kick off this season really talking about in marriage, you have to go all in. Your whole being has to be in it. If it's yeah. not, then we know resentment is going there. People feeling bamboozled. Oh, yeah. Some hurt from the first year y'all were together, still coming up in the 20th year y'all together. And all those things make up a very healthy nurturing ground for dysfunctionship. Yeah. And all people do in dysfunctionships is celebrate anniversaries of not getting their knees met, yeah. really upset at their partner, fearful, and yeah well uh, we know love and fear can't coexist but i'm curious to know some of the reasons why people don't fully immerse themselves in relationships you name the you name the biggest one definitely fear yeah um what else you think but one of the main reasons why uh people uh don't give their full self into it is because they 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 have a fixed mindset like mm-hmm. there, there, there are some people who have fixed mindsets, and they like, oh, man, this is this is who I am, mm. and so they're like, I'm not changing who I am. This is who I am, but no marriage is asking you to change who you are. It's asking you to change how you serve. Mm. So there's a there's a that's a fundamental miss right there, and you got some of the most stubborn, you know, people that that they'll tell you, I'm stubborn. I'm this is who I am. You knew who you were. You knew who I was when I married me, when you married me, and stuff like that. And that's the, that, and, and that's the, that's what they, uh, you know, that's what their whole argument is predicated on that. And it's, 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 not, a, fair. it's, it's not fair at all. Like, uh, all marriages are going to require adjustment. Uh, you, First of all, you want, you want to evolve individually. Yes. And your relationship, your relationship is an entity all in of itself. Yes. And your relationship is going to require both people in it. To evolve. So if right. you're saying, let's get right here, I'm just stuck right here, I'm right. not budging, then you're literally saying, I am going to hold up our relationship from growing, developing, and blossoming to any possibility of something being beautiful. And one person can hold out like that for years. Yes. Yeah. It, it, your relationship is an ecosystem not unlike what you would see in a, uh, an aquarium or a planet or, or, or terrarium. It's, it's stuff growing all along, and the, more, the healthier it is, the more you're going to see new flora and fauna, you know, rise up. And it's no different in your relationship. 
So if your partner is still fixed on them fixed mindset, still stuck there, uh, the stuff's gonna be dying as quick as it grows. And the second reason that people um, stay stuck in those places and just nurture the actual um, unhealthy situation, and another another reason is I think they're just holding on to a hurt, an initial hurt, um, and they don't have like skills to navigate that hurt. So. There are people in that are not going fully in because they feel like you hurt me. I, I felt bamboozled. You said you was going to do and be all of this to me. And now we're in the third year and I didn't get what you promised me in the right. first year. This fraud. You, you've fraud. misrepresented yourself. You said, I want to be with you. I want to do this with you. I want to be with you, which be well, to be with somebody means that there's a space for that person to be with you and a space for you to be with that person. And if you go into that place and now that's curtailed in some form, way, shape, or form, I would feel, you know, defrauded too. I'd be like, what the hell are we doing then? Yeah. Well, what happens in the, in the, in the relationship when both parties start out in the same space as far as being fully immersed, but then there's a disconnect where the resentment pops up and the you know and the anger pops up, you know, in the midst of it, without a person without the person even knowing that that's what's really happening. How can you identify? How can they identify um, that they're not in it? Mm. Oh, you mean like the, the, the ship, when the ship yeah. happens. Oh, sometimes when the ship you don't even know when the ship has a great point. Because sometimes you don't know when your relationship has taken a dive and both of you are holding back or one person is holding back. Sometimes you, you know, are in it. So right. you're saying what happens when they can't recognize the ship? Yes. Hello, listeners, interrupting your listening for a moment, just to remind you that the Winlow Works Dynamically podcast is all about the real worker relationships. So I'm inviting you to take a moment as soon as you finish podcast and get to the website and sign up for an upcoming dating or couples or her or his series because you want to actually put the tools to work. Remember, it's the real worker relationship. So let's get to work. I can't recognize the shit. They're just existing. They're literally every day waking up and doing some other routine to take that their mind is not aware that I'm not connected to my partner. And for us, that's a tragedy because marriages, when you are fully immersed in it, it's a connection that you have with the person right. you chose to do life with. Right. So whenever that is a disconnect, we want you to be hyper aware. Whoa, I don't feel connected to my partner. And it's been a day. It's been a week, right. but we know, to your point, we know that some people don't have that connection and don't even be aware of it. And they're looking up and it's like, wait, for two years, I don't think we did anything. We, we probably don't even like each other. Right. So the first combat, the first thing to combat that is to really strengthen your awareness. Know when you are disconnected, but that requires some back work. You have to remember how y'all got connected in the first place and then continue to nurture that connection. So you'll be hyper aware of, wait, I didn't do this thing. That's my husband's love language. I haven't been doing that for a whole week. Yeah. You have to have something in place to catch yourself to know when you even pulled and just pulled the cord out because y'all have to stay connected. That's the healthy, the healthiest relationship or when two people are nurturing that connection that they said, okay, let us do thing, this thing called life together. The moment the disconnect happens is the moment you can transform it. But if you're yeah. dull to the disconnection, it's going to just celebrate birthdays of unhealthy. If you, if, I, but that, 
if you if the con- disconnect happens and you're not aware of it for days and days at a time that's a statement about your relationship mm-hmm. that's making a statement that's that's you guys aren't you guys have a very weak connection if you, you, don't, you don't even miss the disconnect you've dulled you've already dulled your senses to it that is a form of communication your relationship is telling you it's in dire straits is that a form of abuse to want to the partner both of, both of them are not getting their needs met. They, if there's no connection, again, think of like the power source plugging in. If there's no connection to the power, then both people are not getting fed. But again, the norm, unfortunately, in society and what we're doing at When Love Works to sort of disrupt this status quo is that people are used to having this sort of uh, faulty connection where, where the plug is halfway in. We get a little source, like a little electricity, but right. it's not a full immersive connection. And yeah. so we're trying to say, no, go back to that full connection and then do the work to stay fully connected, fully grounded. You don't want a, yeah. a connection that you got to jiggle a little bit. You yeah. know, you want a strong connection mm-hmm. to your partner because that's what y'all signed up for. Is that what you dreamed of when you mm-hmm. when you wanted your marriage? That's what you dreamed of? Having a, a, a really, really weak connection with someone else? Yeah. Nobody grows up dreaming of, you know, a poor connection with someone and... A and, and then and then mediocrity throughout and and um and indifference and, and uh, um what's the apathy you know nobody dreams of having those be you know hey what, name three things um to symbolize your three three words to capital um you know to, to frame your marriage apathy mm-hmm. disinterest and the other one, come on, nobody, nobody, that's nobody, that's in nobody's plan growing up. So why would you now get this far and get this deep into it and then settle for that, have, and have that to be the way the two of you show up? That's why we kick off season four with full immersion. Because yes. unless you're saying, I dreamed of a mediocre, apathetic connection with my partner, then right. you have to do the opposite, which is be fully immersed. Right. Yeah. I was looking forward to season four. <laughs> And already, I'm just, I'm full. Already. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. You, you talked about the disconnect. Um, how can we get to a better place by actually making the connection while walking through the marriage? You're going to have to do the work. And, and here's the thing. Um, this is not difficult to people who are op- that have open mindset. But to people who have a closed mindset, you might have a bit a fixed mindset. You you may have a bit of a struggle with that person. And if you're stuck with somebody in a fixed mindset, uh, I'm not trying to say it, it's doomsday for your marriage, but it's going to be tougher. You're going to have to uh, find creative ways to get that person. As long as you're committed to your marriage, you're going to have to find commit uh, uh, creative ways to, to get your partner involved. But you have to get, you're going to have to get very comfortable with knowing that you're always going to have to be the love leader. You, nine times out of ten, you're always going to be the love leader. And that might burn you out. But if you're trying to make your marriage work and you're fixed, a growth mindset person and your partner is a fixed mindset person, you chose that person, might, you might have some work cut out for you. And if there is no guarantee that that person is going to embrace what you're sharing but that's your play your play is to give and 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 do the work and get your partner involved as creatively as you possibly can 
that's really your only play. Yeah. And I, I don't mean that to sound negative, but that is your play. Mm -hmm. You might have to be that person who, who digs down and, and comes up with creative solutions. And, to restore and, that and, connection. Exactly. And show patience and say, look, sweetheart, I know you're not the type that, that wants to embrace new things, but this is how I could really help us. Don't you want this to happen? Yeah, I do. Don't, don't, you, don't you want us to argue less? then these are the things we have to embrace. And then it becomes a collaboration because right. we love the word collaboration. Two people that have said, okay, let's commit it, let's do this thing for right. life. Right. We're saying that's the two best people that will inform how to get this thing out of a rut and how to strengthen our connection. Right. That's just calling for you to be very creative, but one person has to be what we call a love leader. And by definition for us, a love leader is the first person that initiates the transformation from dysfunction back to health. They're like a so first responder. The right. first responder. So right. in order for you to have that shift where you all weren't fully immersed to get to immersion, one person has to say, here are some ideas I have about getting us fully connected so we don't have to be apathetic. So we're not just existing and being as roommates. And so we have a stronger bond and we're fully immersed. Here are some of my ideas. What do you think, honey? And then the other person is invited into the collaboration because collaboration doesn't work if you're the only one holding the work. That's why we're very clear. It is when love works dynamically. Right. Keyword is work. Keyword is dynamic. It's not a static engagement. It's two people that have to constantly evolve around the needs of their relationship. Right. So both people have to be hands on deck. But we're very clear that one person will initiate that work. Right. And we're hopeful that you don't burn out. But the reason that the way that you stay from burning out is to invite them into the work. Come up with right. some creative ideas to start. Like, so you're starting with the blueprint and then invite your partner back in and say, hey, we could get us back on track. What do you yes. think about this? Right. So the love leader is really the brave one. Oh, yeah. Love and fear yeah, can't yeah. coexist. Yeah. Somebody yeah. have to yeah. somebody yeah. have to start. Like, other, like the other first responders. They're the ones that's going in and putting themselves in harm's way to... You know, bring safety or bring life back to your relationship. And we're hopeful that you don't burn out. But the reason that the way that you stay from burning out is to invite them into the work. Come up with right. some creative ideas to start. Like, so you're starting with the blueprint and then invite your partner back in and say, hey, we could get us back on track. What do you yes. think about this? Right. So the love leader is really the brave one. Oh, yeah. Love and fear yeah, can't yeah. coexist. Yeah. Somebody yeah. have to yeah. somebody yeah. have to start. Like, other, like the other first responders. They're the ones that's going in and putting themselves in harm's way to, you know, bring safety or bring life back to the relationship. Well, I never